I'm Heidi Higgins, and you are listening to K-12 on Learning, sponsored by Stride. In our last episode, I introduced you to some of the changes happening as K-12 transitions to our new brand, Stride. This new brand change reflects our mission to meet the needs of learners at every stage of life. In this episode, you will meet Dr. Sean McAlmont, the president of Stride Career Learning Solutions, who manages all aspects of Stride's growing career readiness programs. You will hear his personal story, his passion for lifelong learning, and how our career prep program is preparing students for career readiness from middle school through adulthood. Dr. Sean McAlmont, we're so happy to have you at our podcast today. Will you give us a little bit about your background? Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Heidi. Let me go way back. I grew up in Toronto, Canada. As I was growing up, I had the opportunity to participate in sports along with my academics. And then doing pretty well. And I realized I had some, some good natural ability. And so it afforded me some options after I graduated that were probably different than some of my classmates. And so I was able to go on a number of recruiting trips to look at different universities for a scholarship. And I ended up going on, on five different trips to places like uh, University of Arizona, University of Miami, and, and some others. And my last trip was to a, a school called uh, Brigham Young University or BYU. It was really the only school that said, we're interested in you not only as an athlete, but also as, as a student, as a human being. We're interested in all of your areas of development, including spiritually. And I had gone to you know, a Catholic school. The religious education was something that I was familiar with. And I ended up selecting BYU. Now, when I was there, I was a psychology student. And my, my goal was to become a counselor or a therapist. And early on, I knew that I did well with people. I loved listening and then giving advice as a way back as a high school student. And so I thought maybe I could make a career out of that. And, you know, it was actually while I was in a, the, the psychology program that one of my coaches said, you know, you might want to think about this in terms of athletic advising or student advising versus just general counseling. And I loved that advice. And, you know, I, I realized that sometimes we get advice along the way. And we can always shift our path a little bit. So I took my coach's advice and ended up getting my bachelor's degree in psychology. And then I got a master's degree in education. And the reason I did that is so I could take the counseling elements and the educational elements and put them together to form a career. Because I knew I wanted to do something past counseling, like maybe manage counselors, et cetera, for the long term. Where that led me is actually a number of jobs where I was able to advise students, advise student athletes at Stanford University and at my alma mater, BYU. I was able to go back and be a, an advisor there as well and really help student athletes that were a lot of them like, like myself to graduate and move on in their careers. It was in those particular roles as a student advisor that I met people along the way who said there are many students out there that need advising, including some adults who didn't have the opportunity like I did to go the traditional route and who had maybe some life circumstances that forced them to maybe go to work first, or maybe they had other life circumstances that weren't so positive and, and they needed options too. And so I found this whole world of career learning for all ages, including adults. And I got involved with adult technical and career education. Since that time, I've had the opportunity to not only advise but manage advisors and run individual schools and then be a, a regional uh, vice president and then even a CEO of two organizations and president of a, another small university. And so 
it's taken me a long way. And I apologize for how long this, this introduction is, but I'm getting to the point of where, how I came to Stride. It was really when Stride decided to take a real focus in career learning, and they wanted to find people around the country who could actually help them do that, not just at the, at the middle and high school level, but also into adults and maybe even younger someday. So we're expanding that range of career learning. And it just sounded like right up my alley in terms of the experience that I had and what I think we can do to really change education and career education in the United States. That's an excellent introduction, actually, because we want to learn more about this career learning. Can you define career learning for us? Career learning is interesting because it runs along your general education. So for every student that is a career learning student, they're also getting all of the basic requirements in math and English and science and social studies, et cetera. But the electives that they choose can be career-related electives. So you can take an elective in middle school that is an explorations course. And that explorations course allows you to identify your own strengths and weaknesses. You can explore different industries and actually talk to industry professionals through a a partnership we have with a company called Nefris that allows you to talk to uh, those who have gone into certain careers and learn from their path. And also it's an introduction to project-based learning, to working in teams and working in virtual teams. So those kinds of early experiences, we feel build career confidence. If you can start talking to teammates, working in a virtual environment like we're doing right now in this podcast, those are skills that we feel if you can develop in middle school, you'll be so ready by the time you graduate high school for a modern workplace that you've developed some great career attributes. In addition, when you leave middle school and go into high school at Stride Career Learning, You can start taking pathway courses, whether it's in IT or business, healthcare or others, that really take you down a path of interest and introduce you to professionals in that particular area of industry. And also taking those courses leads to certifications and dual credit opportunities. And the whole goal with career learning is really to expand options. So when a student graduates, They don't just have to go one direction to community college or to traditional four-year school. They might want to work first and they'd have skills that could actually have them earn more than they otherwise would have and then go to college or to go to college and work while you're going to college to help pay for it or to go to a technical training school because you might want to go into IT programming that might not require a four-year degree. So expanding those options is always an important part of how we've built the career learning program. And we feel that that is going pretty well. It certainly is. It's taking off very well. And that career learning benefits students. It benefits our society and even the workforce at large. It's exciting to be able to know students as well as adults can be prepared with this program. Can you share some of the aspects of the program that are offered to our learners? And again, how does an adult get involved? Interestingly enough, I I think you you raised a great point, uh, Heidi, which is society at large is, is changing. And Technology is really influencing how we work and what we do in our off hours, you know, how we do just everyday tasks using the amazing technology in, in our mobile devices, et cetera. And we're seeing that same influence in the workplace. And because of that, jobs are changing very dramatically. So where in the past, I think sometimes a job required a bachelor's degree because that's the threshold that we measured for accomplishment. And we wanted everybody to hit that initial threshold. As we move forward, I think that's less of a threshold. It's always a great thing to aspire to. 
But I think the threshold is much more technological today. If a student is preparing for a modern workplace, they have to understand how certain things work, how automation has affected the workplace. And like we're seeing, working in a virtual environment is a critical career skill today. Certain industries are having a tough time finding employees that have these backgrounds. The technology industry, the need for programmers and coders to help design the next Zoom or the next phase for Google or the next phase for Amazon. Those skills are really, really important in becoming more broad. So when we designed the program, it was to introduce some of those early skills. So students, again, had that career confidence and that they felt comfortable around technology and that they were able to talk to people in the industry and not just rely on their teachers or counselors. But if you could talk to somebody who's at Google, you could understand directly from them what's happening and how it's changing. So the program is really built around industry exploration and contact to help guide the future study or selection of, of electives. And it's very exciting. It's exciting to see students decide early that they might want to look at healthcare or IT. But also, if a student wants to just really learn those career aspects and gain career confidence, they don't necessarily have to decide a path in middle school. They can continue to learn just general career skills and be ready. I've heard that many of us will have several different careers in our lifetime. And so just developing some of those basic skills sound like they are, it's a critical piece of, of learning. Absolutely. Since you've been at Stride, how have you seen career learning impact some of the outcomes for our students? You know, it's interesting. So I mentioned some of the various aspects of, of career learning from middle school, just that the opportunity to explore your own skills and, and your own interests and then to match that against different careers out there. You know, sometimes uh, we've seen students who, who love video games and who absolutely are okay with being on the computer and having lots of screen time become amazing technicians. We've seen those who are really good at musical instruments become great programmers. And so there, there's this aspect of taking skills that you're good at and really honing them into career-ready skills and attributes that we see real-time. So we see students developing into more career-prepared students and uh, potential professionals throughout this program. So we're very, very excited about what we see there. Secondly, I think as students continue to progress through the, the pathway courses, introduction to health careers, and then a health careers exploration, and then a medical terminology or anatomy and physiology. Those are classes historically offered at the community college or first couple of years of your bachelor's program that we've moved into the high school years. And we've adjusted them to be high school appropriate or age appropriate. So students can really get a sense for what that career is and accelerate through that initial learning and hopefully get credit for it when they do graduate. So some of the outcomes we see are really tangible, like early exposure and early credit, and then a certification, and then maybe a job or getting into a pathway in college that continues toward uh, nursing or becoming a doctor. But some of them are a little less tangible. They're, they're more associated, like the confidence. It's hard to measure confidence, but if you're confident about this choice you're making, and you're confident about the types of jobs that are there and that you can actually do them or see yourselves in them, that goes a long way. 
And, and I'll tell you one more thing that we've seen in terms of outcomes and is the, the use of project-based learning. You know, when, when a student works in teams with a, a group of other students, you know, sometimes students come in and they're not that confident about working with, in teams and with other students virtually. They gain that confidence in working with their teammates. And sometimes we see in the chat, in the virtual chat rooms, that one student might not have been that confident, but the others said, you know what, we're all in it together and we've got your back and you can do it. And that leads to presentations. They develop the ability to present on what their team has put together. And they're using collaboration software like Microsoft Teams, et cetera. And when you talk about industry and industry professionals, sometimes we have the industry professional come back and talk to those groups because they might be working on a project for the agriculture or agriculture technology industry. And so if you can get an ag tech professional to come and say, that's a great presentation. And here's what I see on a daily basis in my job. And you might want to think about these three things. That's called authenticating the project. It's making sure that the project really relates to the career. And so every step of that way, students are building great outcomes, great career confidence. And those are those that are not as easy to measure, but they're so important, Heidi, down the road when they join that career. So you're talking about a program that is online but it's working with people online virtually like we are today, building teams and projects and presentations. This is an exciting piece because the pandemic has kind of forced us to take advantage of these opportunities. And now you are saying, and we are seeing that this is how some of those careers can be developed for the future. Absolutely. Interestingly enough, you know, I was just in a a conversation this morning as we talk about what will the future of work look like? And I think the pandemic has, has shown us a few things that, that we can work remotely, sometimes as effectively. There are certain careers that are almost pandemic proof and other ones that are really pandemic effective. And so one of the things that, that I'd really like to encourage our students to do is really think about careers that are pandemic proof or recession proof. And so I've got two thoughts on this. One is if you can really hone these skills, again, like we're doing now, this is the ability to work virtually with people and to get work done, even virtually, whether you can do it around the world or across the state or even in the same geography. We're, you're right. We're really forced to do that today. And, and I think that, that some companies are realizing that they might not go back to the old way. They might stay in some sort of hybrid remote circumstance because it gives people flexibility but it still requires people that really know how to work in this environment with technology across sort of remote geographies, if you will. So there's an opportunity there for students to really be ready for a modern workplace that I think will have elements of this remote work as a reality moving forward. It is a new normal, a new reality. And it's exciting that you can provide some of those skills and that training that starts in high school. Now, how does that an adult, how does it apply to an adult specifically? Today, the Stride program has expanded. What we've done over time is we've said to ourselves, the pathway, we started at a high school level a couple of years ago, and we added middle school. And to be honest with you, we will probably add earlier than middle school concepts around teaming and those early career concepts that aren't necessarily tied to a specific pathway or job, 
but they're tied to those skills, those general skills that, that you'll need down the road. But we also went the other way and we decided to acquire training elements or, or schools that are focused on adult learning or post-secondary after high school learning because two reasons. Number one, we thought career learning affects everybody. So if we're going to be a career learning organization, we should have opportunities for everyone, the youngest, the high schoolers, and also those who have gone past high school and adults. The way we do that is we've actually acquired those, those three training uh, institutions that are focused in information technology, like cybersecurity, et cetera, healthcare, and also some business areas. We will do two things. Number one, keep them running for the adults, the high school graduates out there that really need career training, but also introduce some of their curriculum, some of their classes at the high school level. So students can either get that advanced credit and transfer it to these schools after they graduate, or just learn from a school that's providing very modern instruction that's tied to a job or job category today. And so we're very excited about the introduction of those three new training schools called MedCerts, Tech Elevator, and Galvanize. And the, the opportunity to take what they're learning, because they're, they're preparing people for jobs directly. And to learn about those jobs and how exciting those careers are. And you'll notice it's technology and it's healthcare. It's the two areas with the widest gaps, widest skills gaps. And a skills gap is basically saying there are more jobs than there are people for those jobs. And because of that, they're, they're paying higher and they need people who are trained before they get there. So our goal is to try to lessen that skills gap by providing more trained students to those industries. What a wonderful opportunity for students, learners, and adults alike. Thank you for, for that information. So if a family is looking at applying and being a part of our program, what advice would you give a family that's considering looking into career learning curriculum like we offer? It's a great question. You know, it's to really think about the future. And I talk to a lot of people. I do a lot of these kinds of events and podcasts and panel discussions and keynote speeches. I talk about the fact that even in my own family, I've got three older children who've all gone through a traditional education. And then I've got our baby who's 19, our last, who just looks at the world very differently. And he is part of a new generation that might not want to do the traditional route. But with that said, Whatever path he chooses, we'd like to make sure that he's ready for this modern workplace. And this modern workplace is saying, whether you're a history grad or a technology graduate or an engineer or a doctor, technology has affected your industry. So as you're getting trained, make sure you understand what those levers are to make sure that you can be up to speed. And sometimes that comes in different ways. It might not come through a traditional education. It might come through a virtual education that gives you an opportunity to work remotely like this with teams and to develop skills that will be used in the modern workplace. It might be a hybrid approach, which is being in a school district, but being able to take virtual career learning courses through a stride program. But ultimately, it's making sure that we're thinking about the future when we make decisions today. And so for, for parents, and, and again, because I've, I've 
face this personally, it's not necessarily holding on to what we know, but really becoming educated about where things are going. And the modern workplace is moving so fast, Heidi. You could just imagine, I mean, so many things are automated today and it's picking up steam. And so our fear is that certain students coming out of high school or even adults that are out there today are going to become underemployed or their skills might be irrelevant because everything's moved so quickly. So whether it's the youngest, the high schoolers or the adults, we want to provide opportunities to train them in those skills of today to have them ready for those jobs of tomorrow. That's exciting. Thank you so much. And thank you for your inspiring message to keep learning, developing the confidence that come what may, we'll be able to be prepared and ready to face what's out there. So with our podcast, we invite our guests to tell us something that they may have learned today. We want to encourage, like you have been mentioning, lifelong learning, how important it is. And so we wondered if you would like to share something that you may have learned today or recently. Wow. Yes. Yes. Actually, again, just this morning, a lot happened this morning. It's just this morning. I learned about the company that we all know called Amazon. And they have a philosophy that says they want to be called the invention machine. They love innovation and they look at innovation in a number of different ways. But if you think about it, they really have changed the way we do so much. They're one of the companies that is just really exceeding expectations during the pandemic. And I think it's because of how they're set up, their flexibility, their ability to meet the customer's needs. And so the way they do that is by becoming really obsessed with the customer. What does our customer need? They need fast delivery. It needs to be accurate. It needs to be able to scale up at, at holiday times and other holidays around the year. You need to be able to use a web interface that makes it really easy to order and to be referred to other products. So they do all of this stuff that we see when we go onto their website. But behind the scenes, I learned that their process, they call the, the invention machine. And they work backward. So they think about what is it that we want to produce for our customers? And they learn about what the customer's needs are. And they build backward to where they are today. So they're always thinking about the future and what their customers need. And it sounds very familiar to what I just mentioned about how parents can think about the future for their children and why some of these options make sense. But I love the fact that that's what Amazon does on a daily basis. And they find lots of new ways to be innovative, to learn about their customers' needs through surveys and just buying behaviors. And they wrap all of that into their ongoing product development and, and workplace culture. And in their culture, they really believe in training people the right way so they can do their jobs really well rewarding them for the jobs they do, and basically having those employees grow with the company. So I learned that today, and I, I love how it relates to what we're trying to accomplish and that they're an example of sitting out there of what we're trying to do. Excellent example of exactly what we're trying to do. So thank you for sharing that wonderful nugget of wisdom you've learned today. It's exciting to know that we're still learning and it doesn't matter age. It doesn't matter location. It doesn't matter circumstance. There's an always an opportunity to learn. And with that learning, we can change the world. Any last comments you'd like to make to the listeners today? I would just say, first of all, thank you so much for having this podcast on this really important topic. I'm probably underestimating how much change we'll see in the next five years. And just imagine the next 10 years. 
and, and how technology has changed our world from the last uh, 10 years to today. It just keeps getting better and better and faster and faster. So the more we can all prepare, uh, the better. And I think career readiness or career learning plays a role in that. So thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you so much for joining us today, Dr. Sean McCallmont. We're just thrilled to have you. And thank you for your words. We will put some links to where you can learn more about Stride Career Prep on our podcast notes today. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening to K-12 on Learning. To learn more about our online public schools, our career prep programs, and our private school and individual course offerings, please go to k12.com. Remember to subscribe to this podcast so you can join us next time for K-12 on Learning.